Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andres, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the crystal altar of the month. Yeah, each month I draw together a um, gathering, a, like a little collection of crystals, and create an altar to honor the collective energy of the month, the collective story that's unfolding, and maybe some of the challenges and the celebrations of the collective within the month and uh, hold space for what's unfolding and to also gain a deeper insight into um, some of the nuances and how, you know, for me, I look at it as a time where I um, step back out of my own, you know, personal things and, and look at what's unfolding on a collective level. How am I playing into that? How can I Um, explore myself and my inner world a little bit differently? How can I rise out of the story that's being played out? And I love to look at it as a way to discover how can I support my clients and my community as well. So today, as we dive into um, this month's Crystal Altar, we're going to be talking about the stone that showed up for this month on the collective level, as well as the stone that has shown up for the entire year. And then I actually brought in a couple of extras. I brought in my stone, my personal stone for the collective, and um, and one other stone that uh, showed up on our journey around Lake Superior earlier this month uh, that wanted to be a part of it. Now, it's not a Lake Superior stone, but it's a stone that I actually purchased while on the trip. And it's a stone that has been a big part of the collective story and supporting the um, the evolution of the collective story for, I would say, the last three years. So it <laughs> may be even a little bit longer. But um, I spoke about it as one of the stones for the summer solstice and, um, and for the summer season. And it just really wanted to be a part of this. And that stone is a pyrite. Okay, so... The stone for the month of July that came forward in the collective reading was the stone Kambaba Jasper. Are you familiar with this stone? Mm, it is beautiful. Well, I love jaspers. Jaspers are, uh, to me, they're such great stones for deeply connecting with the physicality of life, uh, for being really deeply present. And the thing that's super cool about Kambaba Jasper, um, just from an appearance perspective, we're just going to start there, is that it is this beautiful, rich green color. Um, It has kind of a soothing uh, like tone to it and earthy tone. I always feel like it feels really earthy. 
but it also is black. So it's black and green, and the black within it is formed in these circular-like patterns, and there's often a lot of different little portals. I call them portals. You can you can come up with your language for it, but <laughs> but when I look at it, to me, I see these round circles within of black that are surrounded by green, and I look at that and I see it as portals. And to me, I think of it like I actually call it a portal stone. It is to me a stone that is um, that op- opens these portals into. Um, portals between what we're able to consciously and unconsciously perceive and between um, what is uh, unconsciously driving us in our lives and what we are aware of. And it allows us to make that connection so that we can really do um, get to know uh, the things that are kind of the sticking points, the things that are holding us back in our lives. So, you know, we have these unconscious beliefs and stories that have been created by our experiences, created by cultural things, created by family, created by friends, created by, you know, so everything (laughs) in life. We have these experiences that create a story, they create a belief system. And sometimes even when we think we're, um, we're not buying into that story, there's a part of it that lives within us and that we are living by, that we're allowing to be our guiding energy. And, um, and it rides so deeply in our unconscious that we aren't aware of it. And I think this is a really great ally stone, the Kumbaba Jasper. It's a great ally for just bringing to light what is in our unconscious, what stories, beliefs, patterns are hanging out there that are keeping us, um, that are limiting us, that are keeping us from stepping into our dreams, stepping into our very truth and, and our sense of connectedness with life. Okay, so <laughs> so this altar this month um, is a combination of Kambaba Jasper, which is the collective stone for the month of July, Moonstone, the collective stone for the entire year. Yeah, Moonstone is the one that came forward for that. It's um, and it's really been incredibly rich. Um, and I think a really potent ally this year. And then uh, I added pyrite. This is the one that unexpectedly showed up for me while on my trip around Lake Superior. One of the uh, amethyst gift shops had these incredible little, you know, perfect cubes of pyrite, you know, naturally formed, and I couldn't resist (laughs) because, well, you know, I have a bit of an affinity or a love for pyrite. So, um, so I picked those up and as I was putting together the altar, they were just like, yeah, hey, we want to be a part of this. We want to be a part of this. And then in addition to that came forward my personal stone for the entire year. And that's the Herkimer diamond um, or the Herkimer quartz. And that became a part of it as well. And that felt very much like an amplifier or a clarifier, like one that would just um, create incredible clarity this month for us as well. So let's talk a bit about 
some of these stones and um, and what how this altar came together and some of the energy of the altar because I, I really was surprised when I was when I saw the list of the stones and when I went to um, gather materials and then the messages that have been coming forward oh my goodness it's been amazing okay so let's begin with Kambaba Jasper. So in the altar, in the, the, Kambaba, the Kambaba Jasper pieces that came forward, uh, there were four pieces. One piece is round, almost like a perfect sphere. And I just love that piece. I've had it for years and years and years. Um, it's been just kind of like my personal, part of my personal collection. And then I felt called to my jewelry stones. Um, I still have some of those left, not a whole lot, but yeah, I have some left. And I went into the, the box of green, opened it up, and I was expecting these little oval pieces of Kambaba Jasper that, I, that I've had. And, um, and what I was drawn to instead was these rectangular um, pieces. Now, they look like little doors. They are cut with an open center. So there's, it's like a frame, um, a Kambaba Jasper stone frame. And, you know, they're about two inches by one inch in size, really just super cool stones. And I thought, oh, that's so fascinating and super interesting um, because it felt like, wow, it's not just a portal, it's a doorway. What's the doorway that we are stepping through it was like it really i felt like the stone itself the that that energy of kambaba jasper really wanted to emphasize this opportunity um to step through a doorway within our own lives and to like really actually cross that threshold and i was like oh that that's really fascinating so brought that together with um, some moonstone pieces. Moonstone, again, you know, connecting us with that energy of um, the, well, you know, often the feminine, but also that that aspect of our emotions. I feel like there's this emotional component that's up this year, that 2019 is really inviting us to acknowledge and bring voice to and um, create awareness around the emotions that have been unexpressed in our lives and to allow them to actually be be processed in such a way that um, that we're able to uh, heal the ways that we've been bound to these wounded stories. So the processing of emotion is is really um, a big one this month. And so, you know, we've got all these, you know, on a cosmic level, we have all these retrogrades going on. We had um, some eclipses. We have had, you know, a lot going on in the skies that um, has created kind of some tension, and kind of is being maybe a bit polite. But there's been there's been energetic tension, and this energetic tension, um, from my lens, from my perspective, is um, around that energy of emotion and unprocessed emotion, an emotion that's ready to be processed, that's ready to surface on the collective, so that we can transform our story and um, and really rise into our wholeness. Okay, so when I uh, pulled out the um, something that I had written about Kambaba Jasper 
years ago, um, I was actually really kind of oh, almost stunned and like just kind of softened. Like I could feel myself soften and feel a sense of gentleness as I as I read this, um, because sometimes I think about Kambaba Jasper as taking us on a journey um, oh, of discovery. And I think, you know, when I hear portal or when I say it for myself, you know, and I refer to Kambaba Jasper as the portal stone, um, often when I use that word, I often think about, you know, cosmic portals and um, and this stone and this month, it's really asking us to not look at it so much as a cosmic portal, but as a personal portal. How can we look at this as a personal portal? Okay, so here's what I have written. Uh, Kambaba Jasper takes you on a sacred journey into your inner worlds by creating portals that connect you deep within. It guides you in exploring and peeling back the layers, masking your divine perfection. As each layer is removed, your sacred self emerges and your sacred path is revealed. Now is the time to step in. So let's just go back to that idea of the doorways that showed up, the, the actual form, um, the cut form of the pieces of Kambaba Jasper that wanted to be a part of this altar, literally three doorways. So three doorways showed up. And, you know, I, I want to invite you to, um, to look at that, that uh, those three doorways, you know, in your, in your life. And um, as I'm just, you know, dropping in right now and, and really tuning into three, three doorways, there's the doorway of the past, the doorway of the present, and the doorway of the future. And today we are really, we want to open that up. We want to be able to have the freedom to step between all of those and to be able to be fully present right now, be fully present, be fully alive with a sense of completion in the past and a sense of clarity and knowing and love and um, and uh, connectedness with the future. And you know, in, in Crystal Shaman School, um, we're about to step into the direction of the East, which is all about dreaming and destiny and creating our, our reality, becoming the conscious creator of our lives and our reality, dreaming our world into being. And we're going to be stepping into this energy of connecting in to our vision for ourselves. And you know what what happens is that as we gain access to these three doorways, as we gain clear access to being able to cross the thresholds to each one of those, past, present, and future, what happens is that we begin to have awareness about how is our present congruent or incongruent with the life that we see as a possibility, the possibility and potential for our future. And what choices can we or do we need to or is it important for us to make in the present to support us in creating that future, that potential future. 
Now, often when we talk about, you know, destiny and, and dreaming and all those fun, yummy things, um, we, we feel like uh, very often we can hear a potential, um, a, a potential future and um, we receive information about it and we go, oh, it's just going to happen. And yeah, it will happen if we take the right, if we take action now to support who, uh, what needs to unfold in order to really be, become that, that future, to expand into it. So and so often, we, we, we don't know how to access the wound in the past that needs to be accessed in order to create the future by making the, the current choice now, <laughs> right? So, so this is kind of, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of uh, um, hmm, uh, going out into this a kind of uh, expansive place right now. So I wanna try to really ground this and bring it back in. So the three doorways that Kambaba Jasper is really opening or offering for us this month is um, the the most important one, being living in the present, being fully present here. And at the same time, being able to access what is possible for our future and, and being able to step through that doorway, gain a glimpse, and have a conversation with the part of ourself that is, is thriving and alive and living that, that, that future potential, and, and gain some understanding and clarity around what shifts and changes need to happen right now. And the access of the doorway to the past creates this opportunity for us to glimpse upon what was the experience that created the pattern that's incongruent with what we want to create in the future, that we need to shift, that needs to be honored and acknowledged and have some loving awareness and consciousness around in order to step into that future in order to create what we need to create right now to take the inspired action we need to take right now which may be so subtle it may be as simple as um choosing something choosing just choosing to listen to a podcast it may be as simple as taking a couple minutes to do a little journaling every morning what is the simple shift that needs to happen in the present in order to continue to move towards the future that you've seen as a possibility. I know, <laughs> this is kind of etheric, right? <laughs> okay, but so there's there's a couple other things I want to acknowledge here. Um, so we've got this dynamic portal stone that is giving us this incredible gift of being able to um, step through these different doorways and gain a glimpse of what's possible and um, what is potentially uh, going to be supportive or interfering with our ability to rise into that. And in addition to that, Kambaba Jasper has another piece it really wants to acknowledge this month that's really inviting us to have incredible awareness around. 
And this is something that's super up on the collective level with all of the cosmic things that are unfolding between the eclipses and all the retrogrades. And, um, and I want to just acknowledge this. Um, this month is whew, an incredible time for breakthroughs. Yeah, big, big breakthroughs. But there's something really important to understand about this opportunity for breakthroughs. This is a time for breakthroughs that will happen when we welcome support. Yeah. Welcoming support this month is more important than ever. You know, we've had this kind of collective story, not kind of, it's huge, this huge collective story about being a lone wolf, about being self-sufficient, about going it alone, about figuring it out for ourselves. And in order for our culture to really continue to evolve, we need to stop trying to figure it out ourselves, stop overvaluing self-sufficiency, and discover how to actually lean in and receive the support of each other. Woo! That one just <laughs> came out with force. Um, but really, this is super, super important. It is time to lean in. It is time to come together. And that means we need to open our hearts and be a little bit vulnerable. That needs means we need to allow ourselves to welcome those who have taken different aspects of our of the journey that we're on. Um, we need to welcome their support. And we need to also recognize where can we show up for others when they ask. This is the other piece that's really coming forward this month. Um, this is the importance of asking. This is where the pyrite is coming into play this month. Yeah, pyrite is coming into play because it knows that um, we've had this cultural relationship with power that has been isolating, that has prized and celebrated um, celebrated self-sufficiency at such a level that it has become dysfunctional. Yeah, I want to emphasize that. Self-sufficiency has been elevated to a level of incredible dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Let yourself really feel that. Where within you have you elevated the idea of being so self-sufficient that, um, that you really aren't getting, you really aren't moving forward, that you're actually staying stuck? That your desire to figure things out for yourself or um, that you've got this on your own or that uh, you really think you know what it's about and you're trying really hard to figure it out or take care of things. You know, this is something that I used to see in my business a lot <laughs> um, from needing, feeling like I needed to know every facet of backend technology, um, being able to uh, do all of my um, own uh, transcription and um, editing and like on and on and on. I mean, like... <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. And what I've found is that, you know, to actually move forward in in life and in work, I, one of the, the most important pieces is to actually surrender that I cannot do it all. 
I can't do it all. I have to invite support. And not from a place of like um, burden, but from actually like, oh my gosh, there are so many amazing people who have talents and can see things in ways that I just don't have the capacity for. And when I allow that to come in, I can see things through a new lens and I can see possibility and potential and opportunity where I couldn't before. So this idea of self-sufficiency being so elevated, being so um, prized, I want to invite you to step back from that and to open your heart this month and, um, and allow pyrite to be an ally for transforming your relationship with power, with that idea that um, power has to be uh, a lone wolf journey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really an inc incredible ally for that. The other stone, you know, moonstone is um, one that came forward. And I just, I'm going to touch just lightly on that. Um, you know, as we tap into that idea of our self-sufficiency, as we tap into the idea of allowing ourselves to um, open the doorway between past, present, and future so that we can expand further into our wholeness, we are faced with emotions and we're, we're going to have emotions come up. And in our culture, I think this is a place where we have um, really prized self-sufficiency <laughs> in, in such a dysfunctional way in that we don't, we've been conditioned not to show our emotions, not to express them, not to allow others to see them, not to um, allow them to flow in the presence of others. And in order to really, really expand into our truth and really rise into our wholeness and in such a, um, such a different way, uh, Moonstone is coming in as an ally to say, hey, Let's, let's just let these emotions surface in such a way that they can be lovingly present and, and lovingly expansive and supportive and nurturing for you. So, um, so Moonstone, you know, this stone for the year for the collective, um, this month is really touching in on that aspect of emotion and how can we shift our perception of feeling like we need to hide our emotions and keep them hidden away and allow them to flow this month in, um, in ways that are, um, are, oh gosh, going to be supportive and empowering and um, incredibly healing and transformational for us um, in a way that uh, is um, oh, empowering. And, you know, I think, I think a lot of the story, um, the thing that's coming in, which is kind of where my pause is right now, um, a big part of our collective story around emotions is that there's a dysfunctional aspect of emotions. So, you know, we're talking a lot about the challenge of dysfunction. Um, and there's, so there's emotional dysfunction, you know, self-sufficiency dysfunction, right? Okay, so we got all this like dysfunction word coming up. But, um, but the thing with emotional, the perception of emotions being dysfunctional is that um, we've, we've created this culture where um, a lot of the expression of emotion uh, we don't really know how to express our emotions in a way that actually um, is functional, is healing. Um, very often we suppress our emotions to such a point 
that in that suppression, they, um, they literally have to blow. And so then it shows up as rage and anger and, and in such a way that it is detrimental to another person. But when we begin to peel back some of those layers and allow emotions to flow in safe and sacred space, in, um, in moments when we allow ourselves to tap in and touch on some, of, some you know, deeper wounds or when we do healing work. So like when I do a healing session with someone and we tap in on um, you know, pain point in their life and we open up the space so that they can process that, so they can cry, so that they can pound their fists a bit, so that the, the emotion is able to flow. Um, what begins to happen is that that what felt like um, a top that was like ready to blow, that top is no longer there, like just waiting to burst. It, it, it really creates this incredible shift and um, emotions are able to be felt and processed in, in natural and easy ways. Now, this is a much bigger topic that probably needs to be touched in on, on at another point. But for right now, I just want to open that up um, for you as an idea, as, as, an, as a way of experiencing your own emotional self a little bit differently. And recognize that um, if you have experienced uh, the expression of emotion from other people in your life that has been traumatizing, that has been um, deeply wounding, um, and it has, if that has caused you to suppress your own emotions or to silence them, or perhaps you've been judged for the expression of emotions, that's something you know that really happened a lot for me at different points in my life. Um, but if that's you, I want to invite you to um, to just begin to create space within your heart to know that there are ways for you to express your emotions without hurting another person or without um, being damaging to to a relationship or an experience. And this is a really important part of coming into our truths, coming into our becoming. And, um, and as you just like open that doorway, <laughs> as you open that perspective, um, you know, know that that is going to be um, really supportive moving forward. Okay, one last itty bitty bit because this showed up um, as I was preparing for this episode. There's an animal spirit that wants to show up as an ally for us this month. And, um, you know, as, as I was preparing for this, uh, I was out on the road. I was out for um, just running some errands and um, literally saw it crossing the road and had to stop <laughs> because I, I didn't want it to cross the road. It crosses the road very slowly. Um, and that is turtle. Uh, turtle is showing up. Yeah, the turtle is crossing the road and uh, Chris and I, we decided to stop. Somebody else decided to stop as well and we all helped the turtle cross the road. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I was really curious about what is turtle medicine? And, um, you know, the turtle's an ally that I've been working with since I was a little, little girl. Um, but I just, I felt like this month there was a really key message. And when I sat down and read about it, uh, one of the phrases that really jumped out to me in Ted Andrews' um, book, uh, Animal Speak, was that turtles are sometimes known as the keeper of 
the doors. Yeah, the keeper of the doors. So um, knowing that uh, it's really a great ally when we want to uh, take a peek in, you know, trans, uh, make a journey through one of those doorways. Um, Turtle will help us to slow down, to heighten our senses, and to attune to the nuances of our emotions so that we can call forward the wisdom that's really wanting to um, come forward within it. So this month, as you're journeying through this, you know, uh, eclipse season and um, energy of all these retrogrades and all that other fun stuff, I want to invite you to to really just drop in and call on the energy of the turtle. And if you see any turtles in in your world, um, thank them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the wisdom that they're sharing with you this month. All right, my sacred friends, that is what I have for you today with the crystal altar of the month. I want to wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast. Are you ready to dive deeper into your relationship with the crystals and stones? And join me for the Crystal Wisdom 101 program. In this five-week journey, you will set a solid foundation for your crystal relationship. Learn more at crystalshamanschool.com forward slash crystal wisdom 101.